Hi, I'm Morgan, and welcome to Wonders and Learnings. I'm here with Sean Donald. He's a teacher at He's a grade 9 teacher at ES Laird Middle School. Today we're going to be talking about Eco 9 and how COVID's affected it. I guess to start, thank you for like joining on such short notice. It was only like a day and a half. Um, no worries. Like, what is it about? Like, does it have like, because it's like ours is cultural, like land-based cultural leadership program. Is it kind of like that? Eco 9 is a hands-on class. We do a lot of things where, similar to your class, um, a lot of stuff with our hands. So it's not all just textbooks and, and writing stuff. Um, yeah. It's There's a bit of land-based learning. So we get outside and we do some learning outside. We do a lot of outdoor activities. Um, the main difference between our class is Eco 9 doesn't have as much focus on our First Nations. And... Um, land as as much of learning from the land which is more land-based learning we have a lot more to do with sustainability so we focus on agriculture as one of our main um units so i'm actually sitting here in the hydroponics room so we learn about growing plants um, and how everything that we do impacts our environment and how to make it how to make our lives a bit more sustainable for the next generation. So there's just a little bit of a tweak, but it's quite similar. How long have like you been teaching this class? Eco9 started four years ago. So we're just going into our fifth year in the springs, uh, fall. So yeah. Um, how much has it like changed since COVID? Cause you said hands-on, like has it changed a lot? Uh, a, a ton. We've, we usually do about four camping trips, a one night, a two night, a three night, and then a four night overnight camping trip, which we can't do this year. Uh, we do a lot of trips in, in our neighborhood. So what I mean by that is within sort of 20 minutes of town. So we go to a couple farms, learn about a bee farm, a grain farm, a cattle farm. Uh, we head out of town, we head to Cold Lake, go to the military base, um, we do some day trips off to Vermilion and to a whole bunch of little businesses sort of within a half hour, 20 minutes of town. But since we're not allowed to leave the school with a bus um, out of town, that's drastically changed how we do things. Um, something as simple as going canoeing, we used to take a bus up to Sandy Beach and go canoeing there, whereas this year we had to bike to Bud Miller go canoeing for part of the day and then bike back to school. Yeah, that's same with us. We couldn't do our camping trips this year either. Or like, it's just kind of different because like we have to sanitize before touching anything. Um, and we went canoeing at the start, but like it's it's just like different, you know? Yep. And we can't like travel anywhere. Or, yeah, it's we, were, we wanted to go to Highland's place because he had the chickens out there. So it's like we couldn't, though, because, yeah, it's out of town and no buses. We weren't allowed to bus. Um, you mentioned bees, right? Yep. Um, what do you guys do with them? Because Highland said you guys have bees over there. So we look after a couple of hives here in the eco class. Um, again, in a typical year. This year is not very typical. Um, so in the fall, students go out to the hives, uh, check the hives, do a quick little inspection and learn about what a bee colony is and how the bees work. Um, and then we bring back in a couple of honey supers into the classroom. And then the students extract the honey 
Um, so take the cappings off, spin the honey in a centrifuge, and then we jar it. Um, and then in the, later in the fall, we go back out there and the students help to put sugar syrup on the bees, help to wrap up the bees for winter. And then in the spring, they usually come out and help to unwrap the bees, take a look at what the bees did over winter, see which ones survived, which ones didn't, and talk about factors that can affect that. Um, and then we start getting this, the bees ready for their summer. <laughs> um, <laughs> has anyone got stung by one of them, though? Because that's like so many bees, you know? Nope. In four years, we've never had a single person get stung. How? They're always like so scary. Anyways. Um, well, and that's, that's part of what we teach, too, is how to deal with the animals appropriately. So when you're off with cattle... There's a certain way that you want to act and, and be around in a cattle farm. So when we go to the cattle farm, we talk about how to act um, because different things will set them off. It's the same thing with bees. There's certain things that if you do around bees, they're not going to like it. And other things like you can open up the, the lid, pull out a frame of bees, and you can run your hand down them and the bees don't care if you do it properly. So we teach how to do that properly. Is it for, it's grade nine, right? Not grade eight. It is a grade nine program, yes. Do you guys have any like other programs there for grade eights and stuff? Not yet. Um, we're starting to, next year, we're probably going to have a couple of um, homerooms that are doing a bit more of this sort of program, but we're not going to have a, another program like this yet. We're hoping that not next year, but the year after that, we'd have a grade eight program and possibly even a grade eight, grade seven We'll call them outdoor or hands-on programs. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite part of teaching Eco9? Kind of got two favorite parts. One is for, for me is I like to be active. I like to be doing things. Um, I always like to be learning. So for me, doing a program like this, I get a chance to learn a whole bunch of different things. So even though we kind of do the same thing year from year, there are changes based off of what the students want to do that year, what we're able to do. So if the cattle rancher says, no, not a good time, you can't come out. We've then got to figure out somewhere else to go. So we might go to a pig ranch. And then I don't know anything about pigs. So I'd be learning along with the students. Um, so that I find a lot of fun. And the other part is, I think the students enjoy the class a lot more than normal class. And then the students kind of work together a lot more by the end of the year. That, like, do the kids kind of get to pick what they get to do? To an extent, yeah. <laughs> so we have a bunch of different options with some of our projects. So we go to the cattle farm, the grain farm, and a beef farm, and then the students have to do a project based off of one of those farms that they went to. And then how they make that project, they can do a presentation they can do a board they can do a essay so there's some of those choices but then also we might ask the students okay next thursday we've got three places we could go what would you like to do so we're able to if the class is able to work that way because sometimes a classroom can't make a decision when you've got 20 people trying to make a decision it doesn't always work yeah <laughs> Um, so if the class is able to work together and make a decision, then the students can run the program a lot more. Yeah. If 
they can't come up with decisions, then we have to then go, okay, well, we're going to do this instead. Um, how long have you been teaching for? <laughs> I've been teaching for 13 years, 11 years here at ES Laird. Like, how do you get into Eco9? Do you have to sign up or like your students are chosen? So there is an application process, which I think is kind of similar to the application process there where you have to apply to it. So you have to show that you want to be in the program. Um, we've got applications out right now. Our first round of applications are due this Friday. Um, and in the application, a student needs to write a letter indicating why they want to be in Eco9. So what, what is it about this class that they're like, hey, this would be fun to do. I want to be in this class because of what? It's an outdoor class. I don't like being in the classroom. I want to learn differently. I really like going on bus trips, whatever it happens to be. You need to write a letter as to why this classroom would be a good fit for you. And then we ask for a teacher referral. So a teacher has a page to fill out just saying, you know, do they work well with others? Are they um, self-motivated? Can they complete their work? Um, there's a similar one for the student to do as well. Um, and then we're looking for students who, who can work. So there's a lot, of, a lot of times where we'll say, here's your project, go. Yeah. And if you're not a student who can actually get down to tasks and work, the class will be challenging because you'll be distracted all the time. Um, so we're looking for students who can work independently, but also work well with others. Um, and want to do these sorts of activities. Do you guys like, because we do like, I don't know how to explain it, but we do stuff on our own too. Do you guys kind or like, do you guys mix in your subjects to like other things like for science and math and stuff? Yeah, so that would be what's called cross-curricular. So instead of just sitting in, in a science class, we still have some science classes, but when we did, like we just did a sustainability project where the students talked about a form of energy. Um, so it could be hydropower, it could be wind turbines, it could be tidal forces to create energy. And in that project, they're doing science stuff. So they're getting science marks. They had to do a write-up. So they're getting English marks and English presentation marks. And then they had to create either a model or a sketch or a poster. And so then they're getting art marks as well. So almost all of our projects hit two or three, sometimes four different subjects. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you very much for having me. I think this is a great thing that you guys are working on. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>